Okay, folks in the New York State Assembly right now, where Governor Kathy Hochul just got done speaking, they're on their feet as the governor is working her way now uh, through the assembly, following her remarks. This was the State of the State Address right here on Radio Catskill. I'm Jason Dole. Tim Bruno's here. Yeah, uh, looking at some reaction already at the New York Times and their headline saying, uh, in New York, Hochul says the state of the state is concerning but fixable. Um, I don't know if you kind of picked up on this, but she was uh, laying out a stark view of some of the challenges facing the state, highlighting crime, uh, mental health infrastructure, uh, affordability concerns. uh, And these are problems that she says her administration is ready to tackle. I think at the end when she was... Wrapping up, she said, I can understand why some people might feel the sun is setting on the Empire State, but then pivoted to this optimistic, I guess, <laughs> uh, view. I just thought it was uh, interesting that um, she was introducing these ideas in such uh, stark uh, you know, language. And uh, at, that, at that particular moment that you just mentioned was something that stood out to me because often politicians won't uh, give voice to yeah. what their uh, most vocal critics are saying in any given moment. She was kind of addressing what people are actually saying about New York there. The governor started off by saying that she has uh, lots of agendas that she wants to get to uh, this year, lots of items that she, she wants the state to work on, but said she was going to focus her remarks on just three categories. Of course, she had many items underneath <laughs> (laughs) these three categories, Uh, but they were fighting crime, mental health, and what the governor said was protecting New Yorkers' hard-earned money, which were uh, economic concerns, as we heard there uh, at the end. Uh, I think there's an interesting overlap between the the crime fighting, the the criminal side of things and the safety side, and the mental health uh, uh, concerns, and the governor made pains to connect those issues at multiple points. Yeah, she, uh, you know, New York Focus has a a, a wrap-up of some of the things that uh, she touched on and later we'll talk about some of the things she didn't touch on but uh she signaled her support for law enforcement uh, announcing uh, that firearms and domestic violence have created a quote atmosphere of anxiety and she supports measures to strip domestic abusers of firearms uh, then you know as you mentioned connecting uh, mental health even connecting it with uh Social media, uh, renewing her call to curb the use of, quote, addictive social media by children. And the proposals uh, generated uh, plenty of lobbying already from some uh, tech folks. Uh, But Hochul and Attorney General Letitia James, along with state lawmakers, first introduced this idea back in October. It's the Stop Addictive Feeds Exploitation Kids Act, which... I'm sure stands for something which I can't get to right now, Uh, but uh, it requires social media companies to restrict, quote, addictive features that harm young users the most, allowing users under 18 to receive a default feed from social media users they already follow. Um, And this in her State of the State briefing books... um, said that uh, that way the social media feeds function before the advent of addictive feeds. Again, it's a little confusing. It was a 181-page briefing book, by the way. Uh, Also uh, addressing mental health, Hochul said, quote, New Yorkers will not be able to let their guard down until we fix our mental health system, calling it, quote, the defining issue of our time. She spent a little bit of time on mental health uh, here uh, in this uh, section of the speech. She pledged to expand inpatient psychiatric care with a plan to open 200 new beds. Uh, that was according to the state uh, book circulated in advance uh, by uh, of her speech uh, to to folks. Uh, the plan is, is really kind of... Um, not a huge dent in what's going on. Uh, the 
Uh, New York Focus folks are reporting that the number of psychiatric beds in New York declined 20% from 2014 to 2022. The governor also plans to double down on criminal justice measures to deal with the state's mental health health crisis. Uh, The state plans to intensify parole supervision, create a new team at the Office of Mental Health that will coordinate with law enforcement, and expand the state's mental health courts, according to a planning document that uh, the governor's office is working on. Also, um, again, we were talking about the stark language. She talked about retail theft. Yeah, she said that the rise in retail theft of organized retail theft is nothing less than a breakdown of social order. And quote, the chaos must end and got a round of applause there. Um, so she's uh, proposing a plan to combat this retail theft, uh, promising a joint federal, state, and local operations that include tax credits to cover additional security and a new state police unit. Uh, and then, you know, again, we're going back into the mental health part of it. It seems we weaved in and out there. Um, she uh, is saying that for too long, many insurance companies have refused to adequate, adequately pay for mental health support. New regulations would reimburse uh, would up the reimbursement rates while requiring insurers to provide out-of-network coverage with a threat of fines uh, if they do not comply. Um, and then uh, moving into other sections, uh, we're talking about uh, the one thing we were all kind of looking at was housing and uh, the, what she had to say or, or not say about housing. Yeah, and I don't recall hearing as much about that as I thought uh, we would. No, it was her signature issue last year, but it doesn't seem like it uh, is is any longer, really. I mean, she's she did acknowledge that what she's proposing isn't enough to solve New York's housing cost and supply crisis. Uh, what she's saying uh, is that, quote, people aren't moving to for warmer weather or lower taxes uh, with people moving out of the state. It's because of the the high cost uh, of housing is driving people out. Uh, So uh, some of the policies that she's uh, looking at that are maybe more ambitious actually focus on New York City, and she wants to lift a state-imposed cap on the height of residential buildings, legalize basement apartments, and offer tax breaks for developers that convert offices into housing or build new mixed-income housing. Uh, by the way, the New York Focus notes that that last provision was rejected by the legislature two years in a row after a similar tax break expired in 2022. So, maybe, and, maybe. and regardless, we all know that housing is a major issue. It's going to be a major issue that we're looking at. So it sounds like uh, making the effort to keep working on the issue, but maybe not make that much noise about it, at least at this time. Well, and focusing more on New York City uh, yes. and, and and not necessarily in other parts of the state, which, you know, we need housing in our area, definitely. And, and we've talked about that a lot. With, and uh, and uh, evictions are happening in different ways in upstate New York and in, in ways where the infrastructure, the legal infrastructure of the state is not as ready to address as it is in more urbanized areas. Also talked about halting medical debt lawsuits, a proposal to limit the ability for hospitals to sue low-income patients for medical debt. Uh, New York Focus actually covered this in October uh, and noted that most hospitals rarely sue patients for debt, but some do, and they do that aggressively. But in 90% of the cases, 98% of the cases, patients don't even defend themselves, leaving hospitals to win win by default. She also uh, talked about uh, Micron and the promised jobs uh, in central New York. Uh, 
A lot of people talk about Micron <laughs> and the giant computer chip factory that's proposed just north of Syracuse. Uh, it's been a fixture in a lot of uh, TV ads, uh, and uh, you know, even the president has mentioned it. Uh, she, you know, she mentioned the one hundred billion dollar investment. Um, just to clarify, as New York Focus is doing in their recap of the governor's State of the State address, Micron has not committed to invest $100 billion. Their much-quoted figure comes from that company's press release announcing the deal. It said it, quote, intends to invest up to $100 billion over the next 20-plus years. So um, just clarifying what it is going on there. Also, Micron uh, announced they would uh, cut memory chip production by 20% uh, right after that announcement, actually. And then two months after that, they laid off 10% of their workforce. Uh, so still waiting to see some of that investment. All of that was a big part of what she's touting. And then also AI made an appearance uh, in the speech Um and, you know, uh, she wants to start using some uh, funding to start Empire AI, an artificial intelligent research consortium, she says, centered in upstate New York. Didn't say where. Part of uh, the justification for funding the research center is that, quote, the infrastructure is increasingly concentrated in the hands of large, well-funded multinational technology companies that maintain outsized control. Uh, that's going to be an expensive and complicated uh, undertaking. And as with everything AI-related, proceed with caution, <laughs> most people are saying. Yeah. Um, also, um, you know, she was wrapping up her speech. And, uh, you know, one of the things I don't think she really focused much on was climate. I didn't hear much about that. Did you? No. Um, and that is something we're also focused on. Did hear a lot of Taylor Swift, though. Yeah. <laughs> So did, at the very end, anyway, I, I might have missed any earlier references. A couple things in there that that that, that we touched on, uh, and that, that I'll mention quick is uh, again, I thought it was very interesting on the on the crime side. When you hear politicians talking about crime, you're always wondering where are they coming from, where are they going. She started off by saying uh, that you know often what gets the headlines in crimes are are kind of the the random sort of uh, violent crimes, but often violent crimes comes from people that you know, and she segued into domestic abuse, highlighting things that she wants to do about domestic abuse. But that next item, uh, that organized retail theft, that's uh, a sticky issue, depending who you're talking to, just to give you an idea, especially on more left-leaning outlets talking about the myth of a shoplifting crisis towards the end of last year, that the headline from the progressive, while meanwhile, the Retail Industry Leaders Association have an article, Myth versus Fact, the Truth About Organized real Retail Crime where they uh, say that the myth of retail crime is itself a myth. So there's a division on where that actually lies, and I'll be interested as we move forward to talking to some folks that are actually looking at the numbers and what they say of where retail crime is. But I bring that up, and then also this, that uh, talking about protecting young people in terms of social media, uh, headlines just in the last two days uh, about Meta uh, trying to toughen content curbs for teens on Instagram and Facebook, uh, while also, uh, social media giants Meta X and Google suing Ohio over a law requiring parents' consent to open an account. That's a headline from the New York Post just today. So uh, we see at the national level there being some movement on these social media issues in response to these companies. And both of these uh, issues, the retail theft 
and the social media. These are these are things I'm bringing up because in New York State, we're looking at the state of the state address because it affects those of us living here in our listening area, but also because New York State often sets a, sets a benchmark for how national issues are approached and how there's uh, legislative and policy responses to these. And these are two uh, areas where I'll be interested to see uh, what legs these have uh, nationally or to what extent the national debate is informing local New York State policy. Yeah, she uh, proposed that new joint task force to target organized retail theft networks, uh, as well as new legislation to crack down on unlicensed cannabis vendors. One thing that was striking that was not mentioned, which is a top concern in the state and made headlines uh, last year, if not still, addressing the migrant crisis, which has seen tens of thousands of immigrants from all over the world traveling to seek shelter, uh, well, in New York City and then, you know, coming up into upstate as we, we, we covered last year. Um, she did not have the word migrant uh, in that 180 page, 181 page state of the state briefing book that was sent out in advance, although she did promise to address it and lay out a plan to support migrants in her budget. So that was a striking omission. Are we hearing that that plan today, at least, or that's still to come? I, I, it was it was a promise to address it, I guess okay. it was. I was a fleeting mention from what I what I could recall. Someone who got a fleeting mention a couple times too along the, this issue of the refugees and migrants is uh, New York City Mayor uh, Adams, who I think was there in the assembly with them today, and she referenced that a couple times. So uh, there is that upstate downstate connection, and uh, definitely the migrant issue is one of those uh, that that affects all of us. Yeah, you know what we're talking about that how she focused on some stark contrasts here. Um, you recall, though, her her uh, victory in the last election was more narrow than expected over Republican opponent Lee Zeldin, um, and that that campaign kind of focused on crime and and stoked some some fears about uh, the Democrats' grip on New York politics and that that might be slipping away. So, uh, you know, I think maybe she's calling for this additional funding to help uh, shore that up a bit in some people's mind and also uh, help to reverse the statewide gains by Republicans in the 2022 midterms. Uh, those five House seats that Democrats lost to Republicans in 2022, including one in our district uh, that flipped. And now we're looking at these congressional maps being redrawn again uh, to, you know, satisfy uh, another uh, another challenge to those maps. And overall, with the presentation and the tone and the approach here, I felt like this was very much an election year state of the state address that the election uh, the looming elections were uh, front of mind for the governor. Yeah, you mentioned too, like at the beginning, there was a little bit more pomp and circumstance than, than there was maybe, last year, as maybe far that, as I recall. Well, yeah. and maybe we, we maybe we took a feed a little bit later last year or something, yeah. or I just don't recall. There was a lot of that was like about 20, 30 minutes of it, including a promotional video. <laughs> and it a promotional wasn't just video, the color right. guard and the yeah. Pledge of Allegiance, but there was a whole promotional video with New Yorkers uh, giving testimony and you know trying to make the administration look good. Really, yeah. I mean, I, and that's what I guess these things are there it's a little bit of political theater which we've come to expect uh, lap, it just yeah. felt like a little bit more than we may have seen before uh or or at least remember <laughs> want to get uh, back into fresh air for their final segment here as we wrap this up but tim i want to thank you so much for being here with us for this uh, state of the state address yeah thank you this is radio catskill wjff jeffersonville w233ah monticello we're going back to fresh air 